Hello and welcome. This is Communication Means Talking Together. My name is Arjun Bakshi. Let's learn a little bit about communication skills, leadership skills, and really how you'd like to improve your life, your career, and your outlook. Let's start. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. This week, I was reading an article about employee dissatisfaction at work. And this is something I've been looking into time, uh, time and again over the years, trying to keep track of how satisfied the average person is with their job. Suffice it to say, not a lot has changed in the decade I've been tracking this. Roughly speaking, between 60% and two-thirds of your average white-collar office worker is unhappy with their job. And the question is, how much of a lift can we get on this number? Is it something worth investing in? What are we doing that's not working? And finally, what does motivate people to like their job? So let's start with some basic definitions. If people are committed enough to a job, that they show up, they don't take too many sick days, they're not late too often, and their work turnaround is generally a par, if not higher, than their teammates. It's suffice, it suffices to say, from every objective metric, I would say they're satisfied with their job. So, to Look at it conversely. If people start missing work, start turning work in late, start uh, falling behind the rest of the team. Those would be three top of mind examples of dissatisfaction. But now that I think about it, there is one piece missing here. Think about, let's assume that you are a leader of a, of a few people as a team. Can you think of people in your team that in the last 12 months have made no attempt at all to look into advancement? In today's day, I would say that's an area for us to focus on. Not to penalize people who are happy with where they are, but rather to figure out if they find advancement difficult, if they find it not worth the time and effort, if it's fear of responsibility, lack of confidence in their own people management skills, or do they really not see a future with the company? As long as they see a future with the company, they shouldn't be penalized for any of the other things. But it gives us a definite starting point here. Thinking again, imagine you're at the top of the company. Imagine you're a major decision maker. You should want at least the top 10% of all of your employees gunning for advancement every year. 20% if you're lucky, right? A lot of people will be very happy if you have, and this is sort of delving into what, what keeps people connected to a particular company and a particular job. Location, flexibility, advancement, 
programs like health benefits, stock, uh, employee stock participation programs. It's really not that complicated. What can often really throw people off is when the company does not communicate with the employees. I've been in situations where a client company or a company that I'm reading about in the news, you find that a major bombshell is dropped on the people at large. It's handled poorly. It leaves more questions than answers. If this sounds like something at your latest company, all hands, we have a problem. So to back it up, and, and, and I'll and add one more item to that list. Is it possible that people learn more from the grapevine than they do from the official newsletter or email or all hands? Is it possible that the all hands is seen as a sanitized version of the truth? Those are also major red flags. So put it all together so far. What have we talked about? People need to be confident that they have a future with the company. Some people don't feel the need for advancement. The key thing for us to figure out is what skills do they think they lack, if any, that could take them closer to advancement. Studies show that communication skills, leadership, people management skills are all examples of giving people a stepping stone to advancement. Now, if some people still, after all these skills through various training and professional development programs are offered and people partake in them, some people even do well, some people even get motivated to thereafter apply. What remains then is, again, we can take a scan of the people in your team and say, okay, these people before the training were motivated to advance. After the training, we add, let's say another 10 or 12%, maybe 15%. And maybe the remainder, while they aren't still ready for advancement, personality type uh, being one reason, some people simply do not like managing other people or do not want increased responsibility because of family considerations is like having a simple nine to five with not too much bleed over into their personal time because they enjoy spending time with family. So if that's the situation you're in, you're in a perfect sweet spot because you have the workhorse, you have the people at the, at the front of the wagon pulling it along and you have everybody doing their part to keep it on track. So to bring it all back, what are things in the past that other companies have tried and it's not worked. Well, it's safe to say that compliments go a long way. Giving people employee, employee of the month awards go a long way. What can undermine that? They're inauthentic. They seem nepotistic. Only the people that are favorites of management uh, seem to get these awards and recognitions. Or it seems like only one kind of skill set is appreciated 
while other valuable skill sets are not appreciated. So to move a step forward, making sure that it's purely merit-based, making sure that all kinds of contribution that help the ROI of your team or of your company are valued. And most importantly, that it is done in a manner that is personalized, that is sincere, and that has a lasting memory and impact for the recipient. A plaque, a video, some kind of memento that you can hang on to, physically speaking that they can put on their mantelpiece, put up on their wall, hang up in, on their, on, in, their, uh, in their homes. Those are the kinds of things that make people feel they are part of a company and not just a number. Last thoughts, let's think of what it takes for people to stay with a particular company over a long period of time. Yes, investment in the company stock exchange, uh, program? Absolutely. Recognition? Absolutely. Opportunities for advancement? Absolutely. But ultimately, if there's one thing above all of these that makes someone stick with the company, people feel proud to work for that company. Because think about it. A lot of companies can be financially successful. A lot of companies can implement great health benefits and stock uh, uh, plans for their for their people, but why this company and not another? Right when there's so many uh, billion dollar, tr- in some cases trillion dollar behemoths in the world, right? Large corporations. The reason I stick with this company over another is there is a sync between my personality type, my view of the world, my cultural values and those of this particular company. I feel I belong. I feel it's looking out for my interests. There's a symbiotic relationship here that cannot be denied, and that is difficult to replace, almost as difficult as getting someone to change the bank that we work with or the telecom company we work with or the car company that we buy cars from. Brands are powerful. They're emotional, they're personalizable, there's a, there's a relationship involved. And that's the kind of thing that creates longevity. Because if I believe in the future, that this company has a future, it's giving me a future to go along with it, there's a journey, and there's amazing potential, I will forego a lot of short-term benefits for that long-term benefit. So... Give people a vision, give people something to believe in, give them a sense of belonging, and make sure their basic needs and their uh, respect and due credit and merit are all recognized. That's how you keep an honest and awesome workforce. Thank you for joining us this week with Communication Means Talking Together. Join us every week. And we can also be in touch via email or through our social media. Go to our website, cultureofspeak.com, for more details. And see you next week. Goodbye for now.